Time Bandits. Time Bandits is the podcast where every two weeks we go back in time 25 years to the year 1990 to celebrate a film and an album from that year. It's the Silver Anniversary. My name is Greg LeGros and I'm looking at Dan Gorman. What's the score, babe? Tremors. <laughs> I was writing the word tremors yeah. into my phone and well, you know that's what? what I said. I'll take it. Yeah. How's it going? Uh, pretty it's good. It's freezing out. It's the worst. It's the worst day to forget your hat at home, which I is forgot, what I did. I forgot my scarf. Yeah. And I so was sad. My ears are frozen. Just terrible. Yeah. Terrible, like scary cold. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'll see <laughs> good you Good times. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> now I'm looking at Casey Lyons. What's the score, babe? Dan! Oh, hey! yeah. Dan's the... Uh, that's me. All yeah. right. I don't know if that's a positive or negative score. Well, oh, I, I think that's positive. up to the listener. Super positive, he says, with his Waterloo dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Dan's hammered. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> drinky, drinky show. You don't know me. Mm. <laughs> Shut up. Dan gets very fighty when he's drunk, so. Uh, I do not, I'll punch you. <laughs> <laughs> the worst bully ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now I'm going to look at our special guest, Jamie Dew. What's the score, babe? Oh my god! I hadn't even considered the score. I know it comes, it sneaks up on everybody. It really does. Yeah. It does yeah. I'm gonna go negative, uh, like Dan, and say winter negative yeah. forty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamie Dew zero. Good lord, Jamie <laughs> Dew of the Dew over. How are you? I'm great. This is uh, this is spectacular. I can't I'm believe so we haven't had you here yet. This is stupid. Long time coming. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I'm I here. can't believe. You know what? Get out. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> In case you can't believe it. <laughs> no, my mind is so blown, I want you to leave and never come back. Uh, I don't know why, don't know why that's the reaction. Host of The Do-Over, uh, where you host a podcast exclusively watching Oscar-nominated films, so we wanted to shake things up and get you on a podcast to talk about a, a film. Yeah. Just to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and an album. Yes. Uh, that's true. Yeah, it's all exciting times, so I'm really excited to have you here. And yeah. This is a very good uh, combo pack. I'm excited You could not be today. more excited than I am, I, oh, I man. assure you. Fair enough. <laughs> Before we go back in time, are you excited for the Oscars? Because it's almost Oscar time. I yeah, need to see one more film. I need to see Imitation Game, and okay. then I will be excited. Yeah, I haven't seen oh. Imitation Game either. Oh, I saw I it. I might skip it. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, have you seen I the trailers? Feel- yeah. Yeah. You're That's the thing. I feel like tonally I get it. No, really. And everything yeah. else I can just read on Wikipedia. Yeah, listen. You've seen Benedict Cumberbatch be pretty good and stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like that. All right. But, uh, exactly but like, like this is like the trailer, it, but for two hours. It's like Star Trek 2, basically. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I think that's the only thing I've seen him in. <laughs> I didn't like the imitation game. I was like, Can we give me a break. This is boring. Yeah. <laughs> Stop really imitating much, everyone. Yeah. And then you read the Wikipedia. And like, and you lied to me. Yeah. <laughs> Imitate a better movie. Yeah, really. <laughs> Come on. Well, I'm here all night. All right. No, really. I'm no. <laughs> I got locked out of my house. <laughs> this is a weird way to tell me you live with me now. Uh, You'll sleep on the floor with Frank. Well, you know what? It's super cold here in 2015. Uh, shall we uh, time travel away to somewhere more hopeful? Please. Heck oh, yes. That would be lovely. <laughs> Um, I was trying to find like what was the most celebrated Oscar-wise time travel film. Oh yeah. Um, but it was sort of vague because mostly it was just m- movies that got nominated for effects. 
So the top of the list was Back to the Future. So right. let's yeah. get in the DeLorean. Oh my God. Get in. Boop. All right. It's, Which it's DeLorean did we get in? Did we get in the flying one or did we get in the... Old timey the, train? Yeah. Well, no, we already did the old timey train Just one. the regular one. You need to pay attention to the vehicles you enter. I yeah. know. I just... Uh, that's always been my problem, Jamie. <laughs> He's closing his eyes. <laughs> I shut my eyes. I get in a vehicle. I open my eyes yeah. and you won't believe where I end up. Yeah. It's the regular DeLorean. Okay. Part one. Yeah. No uh, Mr. Fusion on this thing. No. <laughs> um, but I'm sorry to tell you, it's only January 19th, 1990, so it's still... Not super warm. Hey, it's not freaking crazy cold, Yeah, Yeah. but it's not very warm either. But it's a little reprieve. Anyway, it is January 19th, 1990. It's a fresh new year, a fresh new decade. So many things to see and do. There's all kinds of things we could have seen in the theater, like... Wherever my list is, <laughs> internal affairs. Ooh, Ooh. oh, Richard, Richard Gere and Andy Garcia. Droll. Yeah, I don't even know if it's steamy. I've never seen that. Uh, we could have seen uh, Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre three. Ooh, yeah. I've never seen that. It's got Vigo Mortensen. In it. Yeah, I don't care. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if I've seen it, but it's, uh, it is 1990, and we might have to land on it. Oh, we're definitely doing that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, sure. for sure. We got. Oh, yeah. We got to hit that. Why not hit that? <laughs> I'll hit that. <laughs> well, we could have seen let's Ski not, Patrol let's again. Not get so rapey with our movies. <laughs> Ski Patrol still in theaters, guys. Just saying. Oh man, why didn't we watch that again? That. That's the TK Carter one. That's the not, uh, not homophobic super, yeah. booby one. Do it again. <laughs> yeah, one more time. Um, or we could have seen Brain Dead. We could have seen whatever Everybody Wins is with Deborah oh, Winger yeah. and Nick Nolte. I don't even know. We didn't watch that. Or any of those. We saw Tremors. That sounds yeah, Tremors. Familiar. Tremors. Tremors. Mm-hmm. Like I we said. saw Tremors. We also listened to the debut album from Super Chunk, but that's for later. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, it's time for Tremors. Uh, Directed by Ron Underwood. Yeah. Who, who was on a little bit of a, uh, like a, a successful tear yeah. right around this time. And then a severe drop-off with the Pluto City Nash. City Slickers next. City yeah. Slickers right after and this. And then eventually Pluto Nash. <laughs> <laughs> and then straight to television. Yeah. Then he did another way direct television shows for the rest of his career. Um, ongoing career. What did yeah. you do right before? What was City Slickers <laughs> then? Uh, I'll load it up right now. Thanks, buddy. Let's see. Early life. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Tell else? me the story. Well, uh, you know what? I'm using the official, uh, the official do over. <laughs> the official webpage, the official web-based encyclopedia of the do-over? Exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, he did Deer in the Works, a short film. and then Wait, he, he did, did your joke. He, he Don't did steal jokes. <laughs> he did Tremors, and then he did City Slickers yeah. in 91, Heart and Souls in 93. There we go. Mm, that's what I was looking in 94, for. and then he hit a uh, career high with Mighty Joe Young in 1998. Yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know King Kong? What if he wasn't so big? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a great idea. My, for I've him. got one problem with King Kong. He <laughs> was very large. Yeah. <laughs> for my taste. Yeah. I like a big monkey. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Big, but there's such a just, thing yeah. as two. A little bigger. We're going to bring it down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Mighty Joe Young. Let's not oh, get man. ridiculous with our big monkeys. Yeah. Now, am I wrong in thinking that Heart and Souls was actually a pretty good no, movie? No, I like Heart and Souls. Yeah, right? That's I the one where Robert Downey Jr. has all the ghosts following around oh, yeah. trying to fix his life. Right? Charles yeah. Grodin. And, yeah, it's yeah. I'm a big Alfre Woodard guy. Yeah. 
I like that movie. Although maybe I did see it. My memory is just so fucking brutal these days. Mm. I I can't even. I describe. feel like I get that mixed up with the. There's a bunch. The Dream of, Team. Yeah, the Dream Team. No, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I get that mixed up with a bunch. There's a bunch of movies around the same time that involved like didn't. Um, Peggy Sue get mar- got married is kind yeah, of yeah that's around I, there and too and it's kind of like a time travel like yeah. all yeah. I feel like there's a lot of comedies that were playing with that at the time yeah, yeah. that kind of weird like yeah for sure but anyway. like heightened reality yeah. supernaturally yeah kinda, mm-hmm. yeah there's one there's another there's one I from like that though I don't that think I, there's enough of that these days there's that one from 1990 that I really want to do uh, this season uh, with Bob Hoskins and Denzel Washington heart uh, condition heart condition oh. yeah That's right where Denzel Washington gets killed and then his heart gets put in his donated and put inside of a racist cop by played oh, by no. Bob Hoskins yeah. and then him and Denzel Washington's ghost have to solve the murder. That's yes. all set to a pretty that sweet sounds... Reba McIntyre song. Oh. <laughs> See how I brought it all together. <laughs> oh, yeah, you brought it right back to... Right back well, to, to be fair, most of your conversations end up at Reba McIntyre. Yeah, you guys seen Reba season three? <laughs> it's great. <laughs> she really came into her own in season three. Yeah, Reba okay. in Tremors with yeah, Kevin her, Bacon, yeah. Fred her, Ward, yep. Michael Gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stacked yeah. cast. Yeah. There were more. Well, that's about it. <laughs> There's other people, but... Well, you got uh, Melvin. E- Egg from uh, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Name. You got uh, Low Rent Jason Hervey, whatever that kid's name was. <laughs> Melvin. Melvin. Yeah. yeah. How Melvin. sad do you have to be to be Low Rent Jason Hervey? <laughs> I looked that or guy up on IMDb, Melvin. and he has over 80 acting credits. Uh, I don't even think Jason Hervey has yeah. that <laughs> He's like, Jesus. Right. I don't think. He is I, not that sad. Yeah, <laughs> no. He's doing fine. And yeah, his brother, who looks a lot like him, played young Beastmaster in Beastmaster. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. I have <laughs> you know a lot about too many VHS tapes. <laughs> I, I was watching Beastmaster at work, and I'm like, "Isn't that the fucking? Isn't that Melvin? Uh, Melvin? It's not, no, it's his brother, though. Oh, it was man. close. I felt vindicated. Oh so, yeah, because you know what? I think I'm watching Beastmaster. I think I thought that was Jason Hervey as well. <laughs> I think this is the most anybody's talked about Jason Hervey. I know. Ever when I walked time. in the room tonight, you thought I was Jason Hervey. <laughs> well, to be fair, yeah. yeah. Who's you have a very rank? Wonder Years uh, vibe going on. Um, so Tremors is the story of a bunch of people terrorized by a giant underground worm. Yeah, <laughs> it's your basic worms. I'm sorry, there it's are your four. basic boy and boy gotta do some yeah. grunt work until they get terrorized by underground worms. Yeah. Story was this wasn't anyone's first time. It was Trump. not. No, my no, second, no. Time, second, no. which I oh, yeah. find crazy. Oh, it was my yeah. one hundred millionth yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I, times I did. N- I never get tired of watching uh, fucking Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward flirt with each other <laughs> yeah. while worms threaten their very existence. <laughs> what, so, when did you guys all see this for the first time? Oh, I saw it in theaters probably the week of January nineteenth. Uh, awesome. Yeah, I think me too. Yeah, because yeah. wow. I could not wait till this I went fucking with my thing mom came and out. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I saw this movie on. Do you remember after Laserdisc? But they were still, C- they were still CED discs. Yeah, yeah. And you had to flip them over. You had to flip yeah, them I over. I saw yeah. it on one of those. Oh, wow. Did you have to flip them over with a spatula? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what is it. this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for our listeners, yeah. but uh, <laughs> but Jamie's making eggs. <laughs> yeah. That, it was what like year a laser did you disc cartridge? Did it, did it halfway through the movie? You'd have to flip it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you, you know that the videotape? I had the whole thing all in one go. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was cheap. He bought the. Uh... It wasn't wide. Oh, was it though. like? Is it like the cheap version of VHS? Is that I what guess. it was? It was like the size of a record, but it came in this big plastic thing. Yeah. And the only reason I know that is because oh. once I put put two of them in my paper bag and rode my bike home and they got caught in the spokes oh, no. and broke oh, and I had to pay yeah. for them full price no. and they are very expensive. Oh, no, that's the our, worst. Well, like v- VHS 
tapes were like fucking 150 bucks oh, when God, they yeah. first came out too. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I mean, they were really fucking. Yeah, it was you. like a laser disc and a cartridge, and when you put it in, it spat the cartridge back out and kept the laser disc inside. Right. And when I you don't flipped it over, you put it, you came back in. Yeah, they're huh. cool. Huh. I'll send you photographs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you I would like amazed. that. Not the photographs, not stone etchings or. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I had this tape. Email me TV. some stone etchings. I remember they played a commercial for this movie that they were gonna like show it on City TV, great movies or whatever, and it had that shot of like the wood planks uh, oh, yeah, flipping yeah. up in the air and they're running away from it. Yeah. yeah, and I got so excited to see whatever this movie was because yeah. they didn't show the monsters and no, like no. tonight on on the on City TV tremors and then they were running away from something I was like whoa what are they running away from totally. <laughs> I have to figure this out <laughs> no me too that's yeah. what I went childhood to the, wonder that, I love me. that shot and it's, yeah. it's the it's the classic shot from the trailer and it got me yeah. and my mom into the theater and I loved shit like that in any kind of movie trailer or movie when I was a kid if someone was like running away from an explosion or like a building was falling and they were running away I just loved the idea of like somebody running, running away from <laughs> like the ground falling in or or that that thing and I was like yeah, what yeah. are they running away from so, so you loved 2012 with Don yes. Cusack. Oh, man. <laughs> Don no. Cusack runs from holes. I'm sense over my running away. <laughs> Two hours. How are you with the Olympics? Yeah, I love it. I just picture tremors in my mind yeah. underground, and I love it. Uh-huh. No, and then so I taped it and watched it like a billion times. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of the first, like, quote-unquote horror movies that I could, like, come back to over and over again. Wait, yeah. so when you saw on City TV, you saw that Tremors was on. You'd not heard of Tremors before that? I did not see Tremors or hear of Tremors before I acquired it on my taping right. of the city TV. Hmm. Yeah. I'll be damned. I always just think of it as one of those ubiquitous movies that everybody like that has just existed forever. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was a like Blade Runner and other things. A, VH, a slow burn. Uh, yeah. A, a, a rental. Yeah. It was a huge explosion because it, it was it not successful in theaters. Yeah. It didn't make that much money in theaters. Really? Yeah. But it got really good reviews, which is surprising yeah. for. Yeah. Well, it was released off off Oscar season. I mean, right? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Right the January. Week, yeah, January. That's, that's why held, it wasn't nominated. Yeah. And and actually, um, Kevin Bacon was like really upset about being in this movie at first. Hmm. While he was making it, there's a story on Wikipedia I think that said huh. like he was kind of in a slump and he like broke down on the street with his pregnant wife and was like why how did i get to a place where i have to star in a movie about underground worms like <laughs> oh my god and then it was a hit like yeah. critical hit anyway yeah, yeah. right yeah huh. and it kind of helped like for because this is only six years after footloose yeah right? footloose is 84 yeah, right yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah right. i mean he was really pigeonholed in that and he did make a lot of really you know clever decisions on wh- where to Put himself and do some uh, some support work, but yeah. I mean, I think Tremors was kind of the we've forgotten about Footloose now. Kevin Bacon can lead a movie that isn't about dancing and yeah, yeah. barn, yeah, or right or was it was Quicksilver before? Quicksilver was right after okay, it was like, yeah. uh, Footloose, and everyone was like, "No thanks, man." Yeah, <laughs> nice bike. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I be in more movies with underground worms? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I think yeah. I mean, again, it wasn't a big box office hit, but I, I mean, it was such a, it was such a beloved film. Oh, and it everyone made, rented it, made it, so I feel more like, on tape than it made in the movies. Yeah, I wrote that down. There was like something. I'll find it eventually. But yeah, way it, to go, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So although Tremors was not a big hit during its theatrical run, the film became a runaway smash in the home video market and tripled its original box office gross with VHS sales mm. and rentals. Mm-hmm. Trip- right. So this movie came out in theaters, made some money. They tripled that on tape. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and God that's got to be word of mouth, right? Because people start seeing it, and oh, it's yeah, like yeah. a super fun movie. Yeah. yeah, or everybody who saw it at the movies just saw it three times. Again, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's worth a hundred dollars yeah. <laughs> on tape. Yeah, this is this is one I've I owned on VHS for. Like, I still have my copy. I've, I've owned it for a long time. It's one of the, yeah. Well, I knew this needs to be in my house all always forever. Yeah. Must watch Tremors. I might oh, watch yeah. it again after we record this. That's yeah. You know, I I had a fuck. I man. really like. It. Okay, like, so let's yeah. Go, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to recount a cherished uh, memory from my childhood, but no, why don't you just keep the show on track? Right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is all just a bunch of smoke and mirrors. I don't remember what I was going to say. Really? Come on, yeah. buddy. This is a safe place. I have a cher- <laughs> Speaking of cherished uh, uh, moment from your childhood, I have a surprise that I mentioned to Casey that I had a surprise before the show, but I wrote... A review of this movie. <laughs> what? Yay! Oh, yeah. When I was a youngster, I am Dan B. That I found. <laughs> um, oh, please. <laughs> I think it might wow. even be younger than I than my I am younger than you are Jesus. from See You Next Wednesday. <laughs> you wrote it before you were. I think born. it might. No, I think it might be even younger than my See You Next Wednesday. Uh, oh my review, god. Um, yeah. Memories. What did you write it for? Just to write it? Just to write, did you write it, it in yeah. your diary? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That it, is adorable. I found it on on a hard drive, and so here it is. Here's my review as a child. Dear I me, Carol, love Kevin this. Bacon. Yeah, <laughs> dear and Kevin Bacon. <laughs> it's just a fan letter to Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward, who you assumed lived together. Dear Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward, Stampede. <laughs> <laughs> Got ya. Um, okay, so as a as a youngster, I wrote this review. Uh, Tremors, one of my favorites. If you haven't seen it. You should. <laughs> Is that a haiku? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> Other than it's a great movie. <laughs> Tremors 2 and 3 aren't as good, but they are okay distractions from the original. Anything to see our favorite worm monsters in what? action again. <laughs> why do you want to be distracted wow. from the original? <laughs> Rating? Nine out of ten. <laughs> uh, where oh. did you post this? Oh, that, that was, was an a... early, early IMDb review. Wow. Oh, that Maybe was Maybe one of the first that oh, I ever wrote. That's oh, crazy. yeah. I keep forgetting that when you were young, the internet existed. Yeah, I know, that right? seems fair. I know. I know. Oh. Two and three time, are okay I don't have any crazy <laughs> things from my childhood that are stuck inside the internet forever. <laughs> Why did you want to be distracted, distracted. from the original? Yeah. When I was looking, when I found it and was looking at it, I was like, what an idiot. <laughs> when I when I want to forget about the ori- original Tremors, <laughs> Listen, I watch Tremors too. <laughs> I liked Tremors so much, I needed a distraction. <laughs> <laughs> or else it would consume my thoughts. <laughs> Hey, the only <laughs> antidote, Tremors 2. <laughs> and my other favorite part, I like That's that. What... I then go on to say, anything to see our favorite worm monsters again. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> anything to anything. see those guys again. I will do anything to see my favorite worm monsters. <laughs> I will do most things to see my second favorite worm monsters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I loved Tremors. Yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, I used to pretend. I've heard the review, Dan. I, know. I, know. <laughs> I used to pretend, I used to like play Tremors when I was like, when I was young in like 91 or 90, like mm-hmm. probably 91 when, cause they would show it the next year on TV or whatever. Um, but I, we used to, yeah, like I used to pretend that like the, the couches were the rocks and I would like jump from rock to rock yeah, yeah. in my like living room. <laughs> you did pole vault. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, okay, we we need to get that. Just reminded me. There's a bunch of shit we need to get into with this movie. Yeah, including three people who are very good at pole vaulting. Right? <laughs> um. Uh, okay. So, uh, Jamie, what, you for, you saw it on the the uh, the uh, old yeah, timey machine. That's right. And but then you, not again until last night. Last night. Yeah. yeah. Did you like it when you saw it on the uh, old timey machine? I sure. Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. And now, where do you sit now with Tremors? I'm going to watch it again, probably sometime <laughs> in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the yeah. fucking best, right? It's like, so really good. There's not good. one moment in the. Now, the script is fucking terrible. <laughs> the dialogue <laughs> is god awful, but. I don't know. I don't know. It's it? fine. It just does what it needs to do. Uh, the, the dialogue I get between who everybody the two is, of them. and I like everyone, you know? Absolutely. I get who everybody is, and but. It, it's just the dialogue between Fred Ward and and Kevin Bacon is painful. I don't know. I I, I, I think they're a fucking dynamic on screen duo. I like their chemistry yeah, together. Or, I don't know. Awesome. I, I feel like I'm torn just because I've seen it so many times. It's true. But like to me, it's so iconically like quotable. Yeah. For me, just like all my life, I was like saying things from this movie, like we run like the damn blazes or whatever, and like that's not. <laughs> really a quote like that's not something that's catchy but because no. it was in the movie and she said it in like a certain way i would yeah. just say it all the time yeah. yeah 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 fred word has a way of just saying shit and it just yeah. sounds fucking cool totally. well he was remo williams he has magic over people yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i don't um, know i feel like i it i'm i know that it's a great movie but i still have that like nostalgia glass yeah right yeah, yeah. I uh, I don't know. I think I've always had scripts, problems with the script. Yeah. From day one. <laughs> As a kid, you're like, I love this movie. But. Yeah. This dialogue <laughs> is stilted. Ugh. Um, seven out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah, you wrote a review seven out of ten. I was like, fuck that guy. I gotta get mine up there. <laughs> yeah, I hope I never have to podcast with him one day. <laughs> but I feel like this movie. It's not that it's not charming. It's yeah, just yeah. stilted. Well, I just like I I never have thought after watching Tremors like man. What a well-written film! <laughs> I, but I've never, I've never really considered the script as being good or bad. I just because it, the movie, I think the real su- uh, success of the movie is the tone, but mostly the the pace. It's so, that, it see, and that's why it's such a well-crafted movie is because, like, it'll it, it sets something up and then that pays off way later. Yeah, and then in between that, it sets something off that pays, uh, uh, sets something up that pays off immediately. Yeah. yeah, like the way the way this movie is constructed. Yeah. like I'm watching it going like I would never think to write a movie like, like this. No, in no. the opening scene the rocks that they're on at the end yeah, that's are the, in the background. That's yeah. the final shot. Or yeah. not final shot but the uh, climax. Right. Crazy. God I need to watch this again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Layers, and he, and he wakes up Earl by going stampede. Yeah. And then he uses the stampede thing in that exact same spot to kill Later, the fucking thing. Yeah. So yeah. What are you talking about a bad script then? Yeah. I'm talking purely dialogue. All right. Yeah. I think else. you're right that the success of this movie is that it takes a bunch of types of movies and puts them all together in a way that like is hard to do seamlessly. Yeah. This movie takes like an old kind of like B movie monster movie thing. Mm-hmm. Right decides it's going to do that in like a western way but right. it's also not horror in that it's scary but it's horror that there's monsters but it's also an adventure movie yeah it has it's, that kind of like dusty adventure vibe. it's crazy yeah. how much this feels like uh 
a kids movie with horrifying shit in it every yeah, once yeah, in a yeah. while. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's why I was able to watch it when I was so young because at the time that I saw this movie for the first time, I was still scared of horror movies. Horror yeah, movies right. were too much for me, yeah. but this movie wasn't. Yeah. And I think it's because it's so fun. Right. Yeah. It's really funny too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like Hell yeah. We're, like did it invent that sort of genre of like funny horror movies or what? Uh, well, it was like it was a funny horror movie that wasn't. Uh, it's funny because it's terrible. I think a yeah. lot of people started like they realized that people liked B movies, so they started to make like fun horror movies yeah. or you know intentionally kind of wacky stuff that just didn't really have an energy. And this one was just like we know when to do something creepy, like you know the uh, some of the attack scenes when you before you see any of the yeah. monsters are pretty good oh, fucking amazing really good. When, night, when, he, when the when the the woman with her husband and then the car eventually going under oh like, my god fucking that's awesome. I was, I was those watching windows that. break I'm like ah oh, that's terrible I, I yeah. was watching that and I, I I'm shocked that when I was a kid well I wasn't really a kid in 1990 how old was I not really a kid anyway 13 uh yeah right yeah. but like that's pretty horrifying yeah that whole scene is pretty fucked up and yeah. it and it the way that the movie gets into the horrifying stuff it starts it like what you were saying before you see any of like the the reveal of the monster yeah. i mean the the part with the guy up who's who's yeah, just yeah. decided i'm gonna run and climb this thing i'm so scared of something we don't know what yeah. like, right. the, like him up there he died dead. Of dehydration so he was up there for four days yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shot did scare me for sure. Yeah. It's like, creeped oh my the shit God. out of me. Yeah. It's broad daylight. Whenever yeah. fucked up shit happens in movies in broad daylight, for something, something about that always really got. Well, that's like ninety percent of this movie too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's almost, almost nothing's indoors. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. There's too. two indoor sets I read, and the rest of it is ex- at, um, outside, which is interesting. And like oh yeah, said, the yeah, store and, and Bert's house. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. right. Which is another thing. Huh. It's like a lower budget film. This obviously didn't get millions and millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. It is a studio film, but I mean, yeah. they're putting their money into the monster and the effects and stuff. Clearly, yeah. because that monster, the, the fucking the city, worm, but, sorry, oh graboids, yeah. uh, uh, are fucking awesome. Amazing. Yeah. They look yeah. amazing. So, so good. Right. Yeah. Essential yeah. mid budget kind of movie. We've got, we built like a sparse city. Yeah. I mean, it probably costs a lot of money to build the city, but it, it's not like the most high tech thing. Right. a couple of shacks yeah, yeah, right. and then shacks. and we put all the money into like the thing that matters which is the fucking badass underground snakes yeah, <laughs> yeah. which look amazing yeah and yeah. it just it sets a, you, everyone has such a clear uh motivation or archetype to their character right off the top you really get a good sense of everyone without them being too two-dimensional uh, you really ha- it's really strong with Val and Earl that they just want to get the fuck out of perfection and they keep they almost go but then there's a dead guy in a tower then they yeah. almost go now there's another dead you know it just it's great them trying they're they doing do everything to get the stuff. fuck out of perfection but they just <laughs> fucking can't yeah. Yeah. and that's so awesome and then you, you know you get uh uh Bert and uh, Reba. I don't remember yeah. the character's name, but just like they're, Reba. they're just waiting for the standoff. <laughs> this is what they've. This what happens is what they have been fucking waiting for their entire lives. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> yes. so great to see that. You know, and, uh, I, I can't remember the guy's name, which I'm not going to look up IMDb. But Egg Shen from uh, <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, he just sees the profit of it. He's the guy who runs the store. You know, I just you know with the coldest beer in town. Coldest yeah. beer in town. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like also the only beer in town. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't see any other fridges. Unless so. Melvin's got like a case with ice in it or something. Yeah. yeah. And they set up the fridge thing so well. Yeah. Like right. At the beginning yeah. Of the movie, the fridge malfunctions and later you find out the monsters like come towards any kind of sound or noise yeah. Or, yeah. or vibrations. And then when that happens again later 
and you've already learned about the vibrations, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that whole scene, so well. that whole scene in the store with the shelves falling. Oh, yeah. And it coming out of the ground. And, oh, man, that, that's dynamite stuff. Oh, yeah. so like doesn't look super tense. At all. It looks like it looks great. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah it looks tense. great by today's standards. Yeah. 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 And you know what else I love, uh, uh, too, about this movie is that uh, it sets up the like you fall in love with the love interest uh as he does like mm-hmm. you know because like he starts out he's like i want a girl with big old titties and she's got to have all sorts of blonde <laughs> hair and she's yeah. legs, and legs that go all over the place <laughs> like me too <laughs> like i'm a gross perverted you, Kevin. i'm a perverted cowboy also uh but then but then yeah like as soon as he's done his little diatribe about his big titty lady we meet you know like kind of frumpy like uh what do you call it there zinc on the nose yeah, kind of yeah. what is she a geologist seismologist seismologist but she knows a lot about everything <laughs> yeah yeah uh i apologize to you uh-huh. guys right now <laughs> greg and She's i nodded at smarty. each other for knowing that <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah like and then as the movie goes on you just start to go like oh I get it. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they have her super dressed down and like that yeah, ridiculous well, hat, right? Clothes that don't fit and stuff when yeah. they first show her. But it's good. So by the time they take her pants off, you're like, okay, <laughs> which here was we go. Improvised. Is that what? right? Yeah, the scene where she takes her pants off in a frantic manner. She there was something along the lines of like she, they, they didn't practice the scene or anything. She was just gonna see what happens. See how I like take my pants off or whatever, and that's how how it happened. <laughs> they can always be closed, and oh, yes, because he's the first to go take your pants, take your pants off. <laughs> We're improvising. This. That's go. The, yeah, and, and she's like, "Do you think it'll help?" And he's the first like, thing help I say too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. House is on fire. Take your pants off. <laughs> yes, and uh... <laughs> yes, and yeah. Um, good golly. Uh, I, I assume most people who are listening have seen this movie because I yeah. feel like I don't know anyone who hasn't seen Tremors yeah. at some point. But it's just so... And with that, like I don't want to go through the whole story or anything no. too heavily, but it's just so easy to talk about how fucking good it is because, again, that crack and pace of this movie, it has such a charm and, like, you know, I don't know, there's a little, like, glint in the eye of this movie the yeah. entire way through. It's sort of winking at you, but... I don't know. Uh, I can't get over how strong the chemistry is between all the characters. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I, the and the world of perfection. Oh fuck is yeah! Such it's so a, realized. A re, you know? Yeah, fully for, for a movie that basically says we're going to set ourselves in a small town to limit characters and and sets and stuff, but it all feels real, like the little girl bouncing down the street on the on the uh, pogo. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and all that kind of stuff. You're like, yeah, I assume in a small little like oil town or whatever, like somewhere in the middle of nowhere, yeah, this yeah. is the kind of world that I'm going to be in. Right. Yeah. By the way, that girl's <laughs> mom is a terrible mother. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like everybody knows that there's giant fucking... Like, how do you not know where your kid is when yeah. there's giant worms <laughs> under the ground? Get the goddamn headphones off and yeah. stop with the bogo stick. Yeah. Don't yeah. even let your fucking kid out of the house when there's giant worms terrorizing your tiny town. Yeah. No chance. I've my, always my been bothered, never though, at, from first viewing, every time I watch it, I'm like, I don't know. It just drives me nuts. But when she's bouncing along and she doesn't know what's going on because the headphones, she's on the pogo stick, and Kevin Bacon makes the hero run for her yeah. and tackles her away so she doesn't get eaten. Mm-hmm. And the pogo stick she was on stands straight, straight up, up like it's part of the road or something. Straight up. Well, like a signpost. I'm always like, never would happen. <laughs> Not in a million years. You couldn't stand If you well, did it carefully. 
but no, but I think it's, I think that what happens is that the 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 worm is like directly under her, and it kind of cracks the road a little bit, so it sticks in the road. Yeah, uh, that's what I, that's how I've always rationalized okay. it. Fair enough, fair enough. I'll take that. And I always found it weird. It's like this, yeah. The graboids they come along and they pull you under. At no point do they like suck things under in the focus thing and just like zoop <laughs> yeah well I guess hey listen it looks cool yeah so, yeah, I, I get yeah it. exactly <laughs> I do like I like the way that the movie works kind of in stages where you don't know what the things are and then we realize that there's some kind of a worm right. or whatever and then it kind something of, underground it breaks the ground in the sense that then we get scenes like the pogo scene where it drags the things around or or the scene with the guy working uh, with oh with the jackhammer oh, jack that's around. fucking beautiful so awesome yeah. oh. Val and Earl are trying to get out and there's a guy working on the road and they're jackhammering and they pierce the worm and then the that kind of drags the the uh, jackhammer around, which is fucking yeah, scary. Yeah, the worm too. takes off with the jackhammer stuck in its back, and the jackhammer just tears yeah. through the pavement like fucking butter. And of course, then the cord wraps around the guy's leg, and he gets dragged away too. Oh, yeah, boy. yeah. And then, just... and then all we find later is a fucking hard hat with a little bit of brains inside yeah, of it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking that gross kind of as like, hell. It works in stages, right? Like you don't know what the the threat is, and then you get a sense of what the threat can do by way of things. Like the pogo or right. the jackhammer, you don't see it yet, but it, right. it breaks the ground in the sense that it's manipulating things out of the ground. Right, and then eventually we get the full reveal. And so but, by that point, but we're even so invested, the, we're like, oh fuck! Uh, like I, I noticed this too in watching it, or, or I had that thought as well. Even the monster itself gets bigger because, yeah. like, I mean, uh, at then first all we get is the uh, like one of the you know one crazy mouth 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 tongue things. Yeah. Uh, and and you're like, oh, this is what half of one looks like, kind yeah. of thing. But you don't get a sense of of it being, and that you know, and then you get the huge reveal when it. And what a fucking great idea to have it fucking ru- ram into the like aqueduct or whatever oh that uh, that is. Yeah, that mm. is a fucking great way to reveal. Uh, uh, oh yeah, and then uh, one of the best, you know, whatever catch for, not catchphrase, but just you know. Something to yell at something you've just killed. Kevin Bacon's fuck you is just. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> yeah. They they were gonna get rated R until they took a bunch of F words out, but they left the one in. Yeah. The yeah. one that you're allowed to have at PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What a one to leave. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah, it was <laughs> a good one. We took it from an eight to a nine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh and yeah, it, uh this was I think this is where I first like I had watched Remo Williams, but not really. I, I was quite young when I saw it, so I had no real idea who Fred Ward was. Yeah, this and is this, my first exposure. To yeah, Fred yeah, Ward, and I then think. I, th- I think again because of the success of this movie on video, Fred Ward had kind of a nice run in the in the early part of the '90s. I think due to the popularity of this, and yeah, comes up and stuff like Miami Blues and. And like Henry and June yeah. and shit like that. I, I think Fred Ward's a great actor. He's a, yeah, he's legitimately a great actor. Yeah, he's really good in this. Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, really good. They're all good playing against like a like I would love to see behind the scenes stuff of like what the shit looked like when they were filming it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. oh, they God, all yeah. they all played terror very well. Like I mean, <laughs> right? How was so? You had a long gap between seeing them. I sure did. So. When you so you said you're gonna see it again soon, right? Yeah, I think so. So, do you think that like it's like revisiting? I don't know. I think that's interesting that you you waited like you haven't seen it in so long. Is it like a new classic for you? Do you think? Are you gonna keep? I didn't delete one close. Let's put it this way: usually, when I watch a movie, you know, for the do over, I delete it. You know, shortly thereafter, I left it on my hard drive. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, I don't have a collection anymore of anything other than files on my hard drive, and I and I kept that one. 
I, I would think that would be something that at some point I would watch with my kids. Like I think it's yeah, I think it's great. oh yeah, I can't wait. Oh, I can't yeah. wait for that. Like, moment. I think that they would be, you know, it's 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 good horrified. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It sits at that level that you can show kids it like that it's not too scary it's a little bloody you know when they get to the right age you can cut this See, is like the transition movie i feel like for me um m- movies like this i was eased into movies like this by movies like the goonies uh and mm. uh, uh and like raiders of the lost Ark. Yeah. yeah yeah where where there is that real sense of like this is a movie for kids and this is fun and everything and sure you'll see a nazi melt every once in a while or <laughs> or or you know like like I, i'm sort of off a cliff. yeah you get you get to the point where you're a nerd enough to dead bodies under the right circumstances yeah and i think that this so like yeah i think that uh, that when i show my kid the you know these types of movies i will sort of ease her in with the monster squad and stuff like that yeah like to the like point what's the goriest thing in this movie like as far probably as probably the goes. thing exploding at the end right yeah that's pretty gross but I, oh. I don't know like i was always a little unsettled by when he when he picks up the hat yeah and uh cough, fucking yeah. crazy old man's thing. like face is like <laughs> <laughs> yeah with just like a fucking wreath of viscera around his uh yeah. horrified face bloodied sheep yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and that's did another thing that this movie does in terms of its like structure and the introduction of the horror is that it's it's the the bird in the in the mine, right? They have animals kind of know what's up first. Yeah, right. Yeah, totally. Which yeah. is another way to show you like you should be worried or interested and scared about what's gonna happen because these animals sense something's up. Yeah. 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 Spooked, yeah. spooked the horses. Yeah. yeah. Ah, see, again, just every, every little detail yeah. of this movie is so like, yeah, right on. It's like, <laughs> uh, this is the kind of this is the kind of movie I almost always want to see. Like, yeah. when I'm flipping through Netflix or when I, when I would, you know, pace for hours in a fucking video store, it's like, you I want, want something, something that's like this good. Yeah. It's this kind of adventure, this kind of elements of horror and comedy yeah. and imagination Humor. and a little bit of a wider look at, you know, like, not, but there's very few movies that yeah. hit as well as this do. No. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, uh, this movie works on on every level. Yeah, yeah. except the dialogue. But don't get me <laughs> started on that. What is something from uh, from our time back in uh, 2015 that's like even even close to this? I, I appreciate you keeping up the pretense. Yeah, <laughs> back in 2015, <laughs> future. What will I don't know? Something like I mean, it's it's really different. But maybe like Cabin in the Woods or something. Yeah. I guess it's Guardians of the Galaxy. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Just because yeah. Guardians was so fun and f- like funny and exciting and but both of those yeah. movies are a little almost they're too so big, big for me they're, yeah, yeah. They, they are too they're like not too, I, not for me like i don't like those movies but i mean no they're they're great movies yeah. but, but i mean like this something like that like it just feels like limitations uh uh did nothing but help this movie be great yeah yeah um, well, is it weird to know, say a horror movie is whimsical? Like, yeah. it's, oh, it's absolutely like, whimsical. It's, it's great. I think the guest gets a little bit big at the end in terms of scope and action and stuff. But yeah. that kind of like, yeah, it's, it's small very, environment. Yeah. Right. yeah, that's why maybe you know, like John Carpenter's or your thing next is, is or really the, strong too. You have yeah. like just a few fucking people, an isolated area, yeah, yeah. not nowhere to run really. Yeah, you know? I'm surprised nobody's ever done that on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's that bad an idea. <laughs> yeah, well, fuck you too. Yeah, <laughs> that's good theater. <laughs> I love legitimate theater. And at the end, the uh, the the big tremor shoots over the audience and blows up, and you get a rain of like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, listen, yeah. come on, we got a million love, dollar idea like, here. That 
like they they hold the biggest effect until that end shot, right? Yeah. Like so the they trick the worm into flying off of a cliff and it just blows up oh, boy. in yeah. the and way that you want to see these it's worms so blow satisfying. up. It's gr- because it like splits. <laughs> like <laughs> I when that when that fucking worm hits and and like just fr- like it hurts. Like like yeah. I just go, "Oh, that yeah, must have hurt." Cuz it's, it's that poor it's little worm. side that bursts. Yeah, open, it just kind of like know? bursts open. It's all blah. You know the effects team was watching with fingers crossed like, "Come on, come on, yeah. come on." <laughs> Lands, yeah. you gotta be like fuck yeah <laughs> fuck yeah uh, prior, prior to it Way actually to dying go dude <laughs> i thought for sure there was going to be a fifth one i thought for sure yeah. there was going to be one, another one, one but more. once it was so spectacular the yeah. Yeah, so spectacular yeah. it was like okay they're not gonna just great they're not gonna <laughs> trump that yeah I am going to go back and watch the second one now because I remember not liking the, it but I feel uh, like I was like all jaded and shit the second one it, like, it makes some choices with like the evolving of them like right. they decide they need one that can like fly and that's Ooh. kind of silly do they get to the flying in the second I one or just the, the little ones that run do. around the little, little hoppy ones, ones? But they can shoot into the, the air little, little yoshi ones yeah, <laughs> yeah. but that's in the second one yeah. i thought that was the third one no they do the, drop a couple hints in but, this one yeah. you know they the, talk about flying a yeah but the thing about that works about the second one is it takes some of the elements like um what's his name seeing it as like a commercial opportunity uh uh, the short the the store owner yeah him kind of seeing it as a commercial opportunity and and they explain um he's still alive they explain no. Kevin bacon leaving he's super dead. yeah with that kind of stuff like one of them wanted to kind of take it into a right. like a production thing and there's like a, a graboid video game yeah yeah it opens really it strong. opens well yeah it, it it's a little long there's some stuff with like heat vision where they have to like cover themselves in mud to get away from the heat vision ones this is the mm. second in one the second yeah. one yeah I don't it, think I have seen the second one. It goes one, a then. bit big, but it's fun. Yeah. yeah. It's a, yeah, yeah. For like a for straight to video and shit like that, because it was. Yeah. Uh, I was pretty impressed with it yeah, at the time. It's as good like as a, the Tremors sequel as they <clears> probably <throat> could have done, right. although they tried to do too much to the formula. Yeah. And that yeah. just kind of, I mean, they tried to go back to it with three. The only thing that I remember from three was that Michael Gross got eaten by one of them he had to chainsaw his way out and that was really gross right. <laughs> but the rest of it was boring i read in the fourth one he plays his and yeah like, they go back in time yeah mm-hmm. it's like that's what the tv show was too right wasn't the no, they the TV go show back was, in no. time they don't plays go back his great grandfather no 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 but the movie like takes place west. like in the west yeah, yeah. <clears throat> they do like an actual western and michael gross yeah. plays his own and he plays his like great grandfather yeah yeah it's just like that's that's yeah, the TV that show was just like, what if mouth? all of this happened in a more like modern suburban area and was extremely boring? <laughs> <laughs> so what did happen? I don't know. Uh, I saw like one episode and was like, well, this is shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just you can't make this into a TV no, show. No, it's lightning like, in a bottle. Yeah, yeah. They've made a mix of everything that you would like out of a movie, and you cannot replicate that. No. Yeah. You have to have the right cast, the right script, even with the bad dialogue. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, uh, and like the right director, the right right. It it all lined up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any problems with it at all? Uh, no, no, the pogo stick is the only thing I've always been like. That's weird. <laughs> the pogo. It stick. wouldn't stand up like that. But I mean, that's. I mean, I love this fucking movie. I like, mean, right? I could take a step back and like pick it apart, but because y- I love it so much, I don't yeah. want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I do have a question. Uh, the guy I can never remember his name. The guy. Um, Who's on the, uh, uh, like up on the trailer when they're all up on the roof? Uh, and there's the guy that's up on the trailer, and the uh, the worm. No- I refuse to call them graboids. Uh, uh, knocks over <laughs> the trailer, and he he gets eaten. 
Uh, is that Shitty Kid's dad? Oh, the guy who gets eaten in the uh, in the in the in the tire. The tire. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Suck through the tire, which is awesome. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not gonna yeah. do. You gotta get higher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that the ki- is that Shitty Kid's dad? I just don't know. It I must feel- be. There's not enough characters yeah. there that are. And when he went like when, when that guy dies, like the kid's like, oh no, man, oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if that is your dad. Give it up for your dad a little bit more. But if it is, the rest of the people in that town are terrible people because they continue to be horribly shitty to that kid. Lay into Melvin. Yeah, Yeah, Melvin. Yeah, it seems like... Nobody likes Melvin. Well, is oh, he, no, well he is an he asshole. There, does no he question. live there on his own? Because I don't really That's feel like that was his dad. So is he just this... Teenager he's, who lives in who me, just, Melvin. I'm just uh, hanging out in uh, perfection yeah. shoots and hoops. You know? <laughs> he just he just fucking showed up and he's like, "Hey, do you guys have a town shithead?" <laughs> uh, I've got my purple fleece. <laughs> now, Casey, you said you had problem with the pole vaulting. We should get to that before we. I don't. I'm not saying I have a problem with you it. Said you I'm had just a huge problem with the pole vaulting. <laughs> yeah, and fucking hate pole vaulters. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's it, well, my uh, my father was killed by a pole vaulter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, no, I'm just very surprised. A that they had three poles that were uh, right leaning against their leaning against yeah, a rock, imperfect for pole vaulting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and that th- those three people, like, do you think that if you were um in a situation where the only way out was pole vaulting, do you think you'd be a good pole vaulter? Do you think you could do it right off the bat? Unquestionably. No. You think you could? <laughs> oh, man. I think you... I think you would die. I think you would die. <laughs> I think you're selling yourself short if you don't think you could land that. I don't think I could. I think you could. I it's also don't think Fred Moore could. They're not going... It's not like pole vaulting like in the Olympics where you're like, going from the uh, ground up over no, something no, high. No, no. They're... You're just using it to jump from... Uh, no, in the you Olympics, know, the same... there are worm monsters that are going to fucking eat you. <laughs> there should. Yeah. <laughs> yet yeah. way better Olympics unless yeah. <laughs> uh, until I get on the committee but uh, <laughs> yeah but I mean even like all everything about it screams to me that that's something like that requires practice that I don't think any of those three have, have had my I only know, problem man. with uh, the well, problem you I had know. Was those the... poles are out there next to the rocks. Maybe that's what they do in their spare time. Yeah, Alan Bur- uh, Earl and Val don't have like a you know uh, any social life that I can speak of before the film starts. Maybe that's what they do in their spare time. Those are their poles. Oh yeah, left them out there. those are the pole vaulting rocks. <laughs> all right, it all makes sense. I <laughs> withdraw were, my yeah, inquiry. That's why they were <laughs> sleeping near them at the beginning of the movie because they were all tuckered out from a night of pole vaulting. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know how heavy a house is because when they when they decided that the dozer or whatever the fuck yeah, thing is yeah, called yeah, yeah. is thirty tons, yeah. But these monsters are like lifting up and you know the, yeah, the houses the are no store. good. They'll yeah. take out the foundations. Yeah, like I mean, a house has got to be pretty fucking heavy, doesn't it? Yeah, I yeah. Pick, I, I, I mean, I'm they were just like I'm breaking down the here. foundation areas of the house, so the house was collapsing. Okay, as fair to enough. Like, fair enough. J- listen, <laughs> I forgot that you're yeah. a physicist. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Please don't argue with Doctor Greg. <laughs> you cannot win. Yeah. I got to say, I think it would be a gross miscalculation if we don't briefly just mention that Michael Gross is great in this movie. Oh, he's, he's awesome. Great mustache. Yeah. Great hair. He's as good as that lead in was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I feel like there's a reason that he played this character in every movie, and it 
I mean, the first reason is he needed the money. Yes. <laughs> yes. But the second reason is it's a good character mm-hmm. that, like, was probably fun to play. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And he's fucking great. And fucking Reba McIntyre's great. Yes, yeah. she is. She's she really fucking, is. like, and they they have fucking great chemistry. Yeah. I fully believe that. I believe, I more so believe that he could be married to Reba than to Meredith Baxter Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And not just because she digs ladies now. Uh-huh. Because, well... Maybe I always did. I don't know, but uh, but yeah, their chemistry is fantastic. Yeah, really good. Uh, the scene where they're just in their basement with every fucking gun ever, yeah. just unloading gun after gun after gun into oh, that man. fucking thing. So and that's satisfying. great framing too. The reveal on how many guns are in that basement Dynamite. because they're shooting it's fucking at it, awesome. And they both run to a wall to to clock it for a second. And the camera swings over, and that's when you see this. Yeah. Entire wall of But weaponry. it's not it's not even like a um a big reveal. It just the camera just kind of no, pans yeah, yeah, and yeah. all of a sudden all those guns it's are there. Like, well, yeah. I actually it's had like, yeah. <laughs> I thought about that. I was like that that was a great way to reveal that because it's just yeah. understated, but uh so is that why you have a giant gun wall as well here? Uh, <laughs> it, it's inspired by tremors. <laughs> it's always worried me. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, Every well when a, when a giant worm comes through that fucking wall. Yeah. You'll be thanking Or when we're talking mm-hmm. about movies on a podcast and I'm disagreeing with you, I don't disagree so hard. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know what, Casey? You're right about the script. It's you not so point. great. Put the elephant gun down, Casey. <laughs> you argued in the wrong damn rec room. Yeah. <laughs> you. So, you, Jamie, you said the house was a problem. Uh, yeah. Did you I have mean, any other? No. No. Like, like, I thought you guys mentioned the pace and the movie happens so fast. Yeah. When I put it on and it was ninety minutes, first of all, it's yeah. like what a sweet spot Thank ninety God. minutes is. <laughs> no, ninety minutes, perfect. Ninety minutes is a sweet spot for movies, and more yeah. movies should be ninety, ninety-five minutes yeah. Yeah. than are. You know, particularly the movies that I end up having to fucking watch, they're all you know yeah, two hours, oh, ten yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. And there's something about that sweet spot, and then the pace. Yeah. I'm just driving around the first act, driving back and forth, back and forth. Really, really moves the movie along yeah it's great. driving then they're on horses and yeah. that's back and forth <laughs> yeah. too <laughs> yeah there's a there's a saying that i will steal from a host of a podcast called killer pov who stole from somebody that i can't remember where they said uh the first 90 minutes are free and you got to work for every minute after that yeah and i think yeah. that's totally so agree. true yeah especially with a movie like this with a good pace like if it was going to be two hours there better be a fucking good reason and yeah. they didn't yeah. need to yeah, yeah. so yeah, they yeah. handle everything. That like everyone kind of gets what they need out of, out of the story. Yeah, the character gets what they're looking for essentially. Except Says, for the ones that die. Except for the ones. That die. <laughs> well, maybe that's. I don't what know. Maybe they had a death wish. Secret yeah. desire was. <laughs> yeah, I, that, black, black heart wishes for death. <laughs> uh, that's the weird thing. Like this movie has ev- like exactly everything it needs to have yeah. yeah and then it just fucking goes away and then it yeah. blows it's like, one of them up and says see you later and yeah. it says peace out <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's almost too bad they made sequels you know in, yeah. in the sense because it would be great as just yeah. as a standalone thing yeah is it, it is perfect it is. and how they set up that they know like that they have like this seismologist yeah, yeah. you guys <laughs> uh uh and and she's got the the thing set up everywhere around the desert kind of thing so they know where the the yeah. like what they're dealing with and yeah. how many they're dealing with the way they set everything up is so fucking perfect oh it's tight yeah. as God hell damn it i love this movie. yeah me too um did you know that there was an original ending that they cut out oh yeah isn't it on the dvd it's on the dvd i have it written down here the original ending of the film was much different val and earl head out to bixby and Val doesn't hook up with Rhonda, but it is implied. The two are looking for their lighter and realize that Rhonda still has it. They turn around and head back. This ending was shot, tested for one audience, but was not well received. 
Wait. They, so they leave. They went back to get their lighter? Yeah. So it's like the whole movie, they're trying to leave perfection. They yeah. finally leave, and they're like, oh, wait, our lighter is still there. So they find a reason to go back. After, after all that's happened, they go back. Yeah, right. All right. They just can't get out of perfection. Yeah. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> These guys. <laughs> Although that 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 is completely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, I'm very happy with the ending. It's yeah. great. Just like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I want a nice time. The hero saved the day. Yeah. Good work, test audience. Good yeah. Work. Yeah. Finally, <laughs> yeah. it works. <laughs> Finally, a good use. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else to say really about Tremors. Um, yeah. We. I think we talked. I thought. I, I. It's always hard when we go in to a movie that I love yeah, and yeah, that I that feel everyone like general consensus <laughs> is probably going to be that we all enjoyed it. Yeah. you're like, what are you going to talk about? Yeah, man, if you haven't seen Tremors, what the fuck are you doing? It's so it's, fun. It's so, so much fun. more difficult to talk about a movie you like than a movie that it, you It hate, really right? is. Yeah. You know? uh, or uh, if we all like it too, it's like, great, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally great. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, this yeah, part? then the conversation just devolves into, oh, member? Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh-oh. It becomes the Chris Farley show all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I, d- I do find it interesting with or, uh, it's cool anyway with Tremors like how much love there is for this movie is pretty universal and over a lot of age groups because yeah. I, I, I have all like a huge VHS collection and I've got it on display at the uh, the bar I work at and I've got and Tremors is up on the wall where people can see it and that's one of the one, most clocked ones by people who look through the collection and listen it's a pretty good collection. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of gems it's, in there, but it's comprehensive. Yeah, uh, but uh, that's one of the most, if if not the most, uh, uh, pointed out ones by people. Like, oh fuck, you have tremors. Put tremors on. Yeah, and it's it's men, it's women, it's uh, people in their early twenties, children. Yeah, <laughs> dogs, cats. Yeah, there's this monkey ones. I was like, get out of here. <laughs> Worm monsters. The monkey, the monkey took his fake ID. And got out of <laughs> yeah, find a monkey like, that's ah. not as big as you, and we'll talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I tweeted back with Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> Joe Young. If you were slightly smaller, <laughs> I tweeted that I was going to watch this movie last night, or you know, and I got three or four replies yeah. that, yeah. oh my god, what a tight script, what yeah. a good movie, yada yada. Yeah, it, yeah. it's a pretty like uh, yeah. It's just one of those beloved films because it's got such a unique energy to it yeah. forever, you know? Total classic. And it does, man, it looks so fucking good still. It looks it, it looks amazing. Like, I really wish that people would make, that somebody would make a smallish movie with all practical effects again, which mm-hmm. just, it never happens. No. I mean, even the even the third by the third one they were using yeah. CGI. I think they jump into it in the second one. I think they jump a little into it in the second, yeah. yeah I feel like the Bullshit. brown walker ones are... The ass blasters. Because <laughs> that's what they call the ones that can shoot up into the air. Ass blasters. Ass blasters. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, that's charming. <laughs> oh man. Um. Well, geez, what did we uh, what did we learn from watching Tremors? Uh, learned if there's an underground worm monster, I'm not gonna bounce a basketball or. Hop on a pogo, <laughs> or have a dad, or have a dad. <laughs> <laughs> Three <laughs> things you Stephen never King's do. House. Yeah, when Get there's I'm underground, pick works. something higher than a tire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I learned my lesson from watching this movie. Yeah, yeah. Casey, what did you learn? Oh God, I don't know. I yeah. learned that I still love tremors. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's kind of hard. <laughs> I learned that. I mm. also, I also learned. I'd like to take a moment out uh, to turn everyone's attention to Jamie's socks. You got, oh, pe- man, you got, got pizza, pizza socks. socks oh, they do they're pizza they're socks with. Pizza uh, on them. Yeah, they're not socks <laughs> made out of pizza. Wait, 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 Come on, they're not socks that have bits of pizza yeah. on them. They're just well, you pictures. Buy a whole that pizza would be impractical. Pictures of pizza. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I'm just scanning through the cast list here because Melvin has a last name in the movie, and it's what? Plug. It's Melvin. Well, you want to know Melvin if Plug, and he has no dad that I can. No parent. No one else has that oh, last. I thought name. you were gonna plug his last name. He's just a vagabond <laughs> preteen. Good He's old just Melvin a Plug. parentless fucking asshole teenager. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I guess I learned that uh, if I'm ever going to take my pants off around Kevin Bacon, I'm not going to rehearse it. Yeah. <laughs> or regret it. <laughs> it's always a I'm good just idea. I'm going to let it ride. Yep. Let's just see what see happens, what Kevin. Happens. K-Bakes. K-Bakes. I was just going to say that. I don't know why. <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> What'd you learn? Oh, my God. I learned that uh, you can't leave perfection. Yeah. No. You just can't right. leave it. Even the second one's called Return to Perfection, isn't it? No, it's the no, third Aftershocks? one. Aftershocks? Oh. second one's Aftershocks. Aftershocks, right. You, I think you saw the third one. I think I might have seen yeah. the third one. Yeah. Oh, man. It's all ruined for you now. Yeah. 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 I, I guess I'll never watch any of them again. No. <laughs> I'm going to watch this one again very soon, yeah. though. <laughs> So, 1990 also brought us the birth of one of my very favorite bands. Uh, actually, a few of our very favorite bands. <laughs> We're all big fans here. No need to fight. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure nobody was trying to fight you on that, buddy. Yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll Super see who Chunk, likes them more. Uh, from Chapel Hill, North Carolina, put out their debut album, um, sort of a, a blistering uh, approach to post-punk and some power pop and yep. some a whole lot of other things going on in there. Uh, you know, yeah, they're often kind of uh, sidelined or uh, uh, put put together with a Husker Du or compared to Husker Du. Yeah, Husker Du being more of a critical darling than Super Chunk, but I was always much more of a Super Chunk fan. Me, nothing against too. Husker Du kids; they're great. Uh, yeah, too. they've got a, they've got an I, album or two that uh, where I like a lot of the songs. Yeah, Zen Arcade f- is a fucking masterpiece. I feel um, like Super Chunk earned the title uh, punk pop mm-hmm. a lot, especially yeah. their early stuff, because I feel like they're not pop punk, though they are Thank very God. catchy and and kind of power chordy, but the punk seems to come first in their early work before the pop. For sure. Um, they were originally just called Chunk. Yeah. Because their drummer's name was Chuck, but he, it was uh, spelled wrong. misspelled in the <laughs> phone book as Chunk. And they thought that was great. That so, is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're Pretty right. Good. Yeah. Um, and they, uh, they added the super to it because there was some jazz band or something like yeah, that. Yeah, or there was Chunk. a band on Factory Records or something. Yeah, Chunk. something like yeah. that. So they added the super on there. Um, and this was their first album. Um, they put, started their own label as well yeah. to uh, put the album out. They started Merge Records. Well, it was Mac McCon and uh, bass player Laura Balance uh, started Merge Records together. And uh, they went from there, and they stayed very indie. Yeah. There was a bidding war over them eventually, but they were not down for the big labels, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and even when, because uh, they were putting things out through uh, what Matador, and uh, there was... Yeah. Uh, when the, the the indie label they were on for distribution got bought out by a larger label, even though the larger label wasn't going to put their logo on the releases, Super Chunk was still like, no yeah, thanks. Yeah, we got merged. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> we're just doing everything on our own. Pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, this album did very well when it came out as far as college rock or, you know, subversive music goes. The uh, uh, 
the song Slack Motherfucker was a, a, a big cult hit at the time. And yeah. it was uh, cherished on many uh, end of the decade lists mm-hmm. uh, because it's a fantastic song. Um, I got into Super Chunk not off of this album, but a few years later, um, I was living in my friend Lyle's basement and I found a copy of No Pocky for Kitty. Yeah, and I thought that was album. the best. And then uh, On the Mouth came out and I bought that and I lost my mind. Yeah. Um, so I worked my way backwards to this album. On the Mouth will always be my favorite Super Chunk album, but this one is probably my second favorite. It's um, tough. Yeah, <laughs> it is tough. And it's only marginally so over masterpieces like Foolish and albums that are really pull for, like here's where the strings come in, but yeah. it's almost fully on the strength of the fucking opener, Sick to Move. Is a fucking... Wow, is that a good song? Epic song. <laughs> this album fucking full-on benefits from its limitations. Mm-hmm. Like, I keep hearing about how, uh, oh, this album is so great, despite the fact that it's poorly recorded. I read that uh, a couple of different reviews, mm. and I'm like, no, not despite, because of. Because of the fact that, that this is such a trashy album. Yeah. Everything about it, like the guitars hang together so perfectly, like it, it creates this sort of like sonic, this crazy sonic landscape where guitar parts are at times indiscernible from each other. Mm-hmm. But it, it, but that's the fucking hugeness uh, uh, of this album, and the trashiness of this album feels so much like the point. Yeah, uh, uh, I, of underst- it. I understand that um, claim though because I started. This is a band that I got like obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Um, just because they were a name that like I didn't know yet, and I like I knew it like the name around, but I hadn't actually gone out and listened to any of the music. So I was like, "All right, I have access to the internet by the by the time I'm listening to this band." So I'm like, "I'm gonna get all their stuff. I'm gonna start album one and go through it chronologically. Album one, this album, 1990, self-titled, didn't do it for me at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen to No Pocky for Kitty. Their second album was like, okay." I see something here. Listen to their third album on the mouth was like, oh, I love this band. <laughs> Kept yeah. going, circled back once I loved the band, and I love this album now. But I understand if it was somebody's first, like like it was mine, being like, uh, it sounds muddy, like there's some standouts, but like, you know, I'm not maybe into it as, as a whole, and Slack Motherfucker's awesome, sick to move, my noise, there's some songs on here mm. that are fucking, doesn't matter how they're recorded. Right. Yeah. And then coming back to it, I loved it. You, I don't think Jamie had... I can tell you that Super Chunk absolutely evaded me my entire life. Sure. Most people. It's, I mean, they have more it, of a, you know, uh, pedigree now because of being around for so long. But yeah. it, I think it, I heard... It, I think I heard Slack Motherfucker, sure. you know, like back in the day. Yeah. And, um, so, I mean, really, my first exposure to them, like I could say, was a week ago. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, and <laughs> that's crazy. Listening, listening to the record, I've listened to it. I bet you I've listened to it 22, 23 okay. times now. Yeah. I listened to it three times on my way here today. Yeah, okay, man. <laughs> right? Because so, we, we, we knew that you were an indie rock guy. You love pavement. And so we were kind of like, what's an indie rock? What's like a seminal thing yeah. to give someone who's also into this kind of sound? So. But but it was also exciting because you'd mentioned you hadn't heard it before. Yeah. But you obviously fell for it a little. I'm the same way as you guys. The, that first track, like mm-hmm. how they're just sort of noodling off the top. Yeah. And then you know, and then it, they, they count off and they go yeah. right into the main riff. And yeah. It, it's like wow, this yeah. is I'm in, I'm in yeah. for the ride. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it sequenced perfectly. I mean, what is there? Ten tracks. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple that that don't do it for me, but me too. T- toward the end, but. Then you get oh my god I'm gonna forget all the names now. Oh, no 
but you get to like track eight and it's like wow like wow yeah. brings you right yeah. back and then the, the jam that they end on oh man is spectacular it's yeah. like what the fuck i don't i can't tell you how many bands pavement i got into uh on on terror twilight yeah uh not terror twilight um bright in the bright in the corners right. okay so like bright I'm, in the corners is actually probably in the two spot for me yeah, uh, I, pavement album. i love, I love it, but, that album but i guess what i mean album. is it was it was they were two late, years away from breaking that. up. Yeah, right. When yeah. I was like, "These are my, this is the best music I've yeah. ever heard in my life." Yeah. <laughs> and now, you know, now I've got, I've got a whack of stuff to listen to from these guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys have answered a big question for me because my my question was, "Where do I go next?" If you love, if you this was your first experience and you loved it, go chronologically. Yeah, absolutely. Oh sure. In my yeah. opinion, yeah, yeah. Because the next album, No Pocky for Kitty, you're gonna. I think if you listen to this and you were like, "I get it already." You're, you're going to have your mind blown by following the trajectory because they were a yeah. band that for a while stayed the path of their kind of music. Yeah. But with each album slowly kind of the next album's a little bit cleaner, but like the songs are maybe a little bit more cohesive as an album. And then on the mouth is like, oh, fuck, perfection. It's yeah. It's <laughs> also there's that foolish. You're like, oh, shit. Foolish yeah. is like I really respect Foolish for being their first like they're, they're a little slightly more grown up album. Yeah. It's a little. It's a little more ambitious. It's, it's a little... their Carlsberg. Their right. Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> Arby's. <laughs> the Arby's. We talked about this. Was it like uh, it was last... off mic? I think. Yeah. It, oh, it was definitely off mic. Uh, Arby's had a, a, a campaign for a while going as like, Arby's. Now that your tastes have grown up. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, on on the mouth, they got they there was a switch in the uh, drummer's seat. Um, which I, John Worcester, John Worcester, who is just fantastic a drummer, and a podcaster, monster, yeah, and a podcast. That's really crazy. Yeah. Um, he is he's one of my favorite drummers, and this guy's great. Chunk is great. He's a really good drummer, and he's great for yeah, an indie feel, bra- bratty band. I feel like they outgrew him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, why. I mean, look at the leap. Like, there's a leap in uh, the, the songwriting and the technical yeah. abilities of the yeah. band once Worcester is holding down the kit and fuck man he is a heavy hitter oh a fucking the heavy beats hitter are fucking crazy i mean uh, I, I would listen to that album almost strictly for the drums a lot of the times i'm just be like fuck this guy's yeah. fuck oh my god you know there's that great uh, uh in sick to move the song breaks down before the final you know let's take it home yeah it, there's a full stop and then lands back in with a snare hit and go yeah and john worcester is like how about i play all of every song like that. <laughs> yeah. It's always got to be like a rocket going off every like 30 minutes, 30 yeah. seconds or something. Like it's really, he's something else. And then he's, he's still with the band today. Yeah. I just hear a record like this. And again, as I'm listening to the last track and I'm listening to, you know, the, the, the jam out the end. Yeah. I'm just like, where, what was I thinking in 1990 loving Cinderella? Like, what was I fucking thinking? You know what I mean? Like, why didn't I see yeah. these guys live? Oh, man. Ah, it just kills I thought you were going to say, what was I thinking? Like, not picking up a guitar and starting a band. Because that's what yeah. it, because for a long time, when I got really big into Super Chunk, I was like, this is, if I want to be in a band, I want to be in a band like this. I right. want to be in, like, a fucking great indie rock band that are kind of punky, but they're poppy. Yeah. They, they cover all the bases that I want out of good music I from wish, this era. I wish to Christ I had had this band. Because Greg LeGrow was the one who actually introduced me to this band. I didn't really... Uh, uh, they weren't on, on... We didn't have them in Port Dover. We didn't have <laughs> Super <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's like classic rock is all you could listen to. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, oh, sad. Like we had, we had you know, like like Nirvana and Pixies and stuff like that. But but yeah, just we Super Chunk never really made it. <laughs> um, 
but uh, but yeah, so it was it wasn't till college. I wish to God I had had this album uh, when I started playing guitar because fucking yeah, it's just that thing of like listening to it, like oh my god, you can fucking be a little a little scary, but like a little fucking you know sassy and <laughs> yeah, and yeah. still fucking crush it and also have shitty chords. You could just yeah. be a shitty chord band and that can be a beautiful art form. God really damn, this fun band to watch live too cuz Mac McCon, he's the, you know, the, the key songwriter here. Yeah. So and that that's his kind of signature guitar vibe. Uh watching him play live is super super entertaining. Yeah. I've never been to a show but watching clips when they would yeah. when they, you know when they finally got turned up on something like you know Letterman for uh here's where the strings come in or maybe mm-hmm. it was foolish, I'm not sure, but just watching that guy play live was like you're like just hopping everywhere. Yeah. Just yeah. so vibrant, you know. Yeah. And I, this is yet another like fucking awesome alternative uh you know indie band whatever you want to call it that has a fucking fantastic female bass player. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Laura Balance is fucking and, awesome. It's super underrated. And has yeah. her own like with their live performances. There's I mean there's a lot of good ones on YouTube, but yeah. she, like him being so wiry and crazy and chaotic yeah. and her kind of just like like committal to like just pogoing. Yeah. Like just jumping straight <laughs> yeah, up and yeah. down while There's something the I bass. find so yeah. charming about a bass player who hops. And, yeah. And they like <laughs> like they just they do it so well. Like there's lots of windmilling going on for Mac and she's just like jumping around <laughs> yeah. looking like she's having the most fun yeah. ever and Fuck then yeah. Worcester's just murdering it on the drums. Yeah. And then I can't remember the other guy's name, but he's also a great guitarist. Yeah. 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 Um, there's so many things on this record though that are Consistent with the music I was listening to at that time, sure. like there's like the the like the pick slides, like yeah, whatever you call that, yeah, 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 yeah. You, know, you know, like like yeah, pick slides that are just this side of ironic, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and yeah, it's fucking awesome the way they do it. Like yeah. it doesn't sound dated at all because no. it's not no, no, overproduced, no. but yeah. it it does weirdly sound earnest as well. Like when yeah. they do like a fucking sassy pick slide, mm. yeah. I and do think that it's sassy like, pick slide. I like you. There, I, <laughs> That's my spy name. Yeah, oh. <laughs> sassy pick slide. <laughs> I think like Jamie, like you mentioned that there were songs that don't do it for you in the in the pantheon of super chunk albums. Um, there's probably a few I would put under this, but I feel like it's probably not in my top two or three. Mm-hmm. It would probably be maybe my my third or fourth. Yeah. I feel like foolish and on the mouth for me are amazing. And then yeah. I think maybe Pocky would be under that. And then this yeah. just because I feel like this is the kind of album that when you loop back to after hearing all the other records you love for hearing where they go yeah in, yeah in a way because you can really hear like this is one of those bands that when you listen to chronologically you hear them figuring it out mm-hmm. you, yeah. you like listening uh, oh like, yeah i mean it's, they had a super some cool stuff journey. figured out on this album yeah yeah but when you hear the steps from album to album yeah. you're like yeah i they can relate to they, that with my journey through pavement for sure yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I mean, yeah yeah Definitely I, the same sort of vibe. I think I like I really am stuck on this one in a big bad way because I've been into them for so long. Like it was, I guess ninety two or something when I got into them. God damn you! Uh, <laughs> boy, you I, were ninety two. I was ninety two years old. Whoa, how old are you now? Yeah, yeah. You were ninety two years young. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. I went through the journey with them, like while it was happening, pretty much because I bought. On the mouth when it came out, and then was you know then foolish, yeah. Or, or yeah, then then where, here's where the strings come in, then foolish, and and uh, up through this stuff that I didn't love at the end of the '90s. Uh, 
I, I kind of thought maybe they were treading a little bit of water by the yeah. time you know ninety nine came around. But well, I mean, the, there's a like a six or seven album run though of like yeah. great more please yeah. and their B sides albums. Uh, oh seed, great, uh, tossing, tossing seeds, seeds. incidental music. That shit is fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm going to. But going on the journey, like at all, like I took it in quite a bit because I was kind of obsessed with this band in a way. Uh, but when I now that you know they they've had a comeback with the Majesty's two Shredding. yeah Majesty's Shredding and I hate music in the last. Uh, four years, uh, which is one of my favorite uh, uh, titles. Uh, oh, I titles hate music of all yeah, time. Yeah, pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I look back, when I when I want to delve back into Super Chunk, this is other yeah. than on the mouth, which is one of you know like a top ten album for me. Fuck, I love that album. This is the one I go to the most. Like I, I really love Nobaki for Kitty, and I, yeah, you know, uh, uh, it's like here's when the strings come in, but I'm more inclined to put this one on. I yeah. want to feel that. That desperate yeah. energy of sick to move. It's like when you get used to like the classics, but you want to go straight to the source. Yeah, you know for what I mean? sure. You want to sure. go and get that like raw super chunk thing. And yeah, like they put out so many albums. I mean, they do eventually run themselves into a rut. They, I mean, even like at the time, it was kind of the thing to say about super chunk that I've read is like, yeah, they're all all their albums are the same until they started experimenting and then they started experimenting and people mm-hmm. were like well, I don't like this as much as I like the other stuff and yeah. like, well nobody liked you guys were saying that all their albums sound the same till yeah. that point so what do, we, what do you want and I'm one of them because I don't like their stuff that they put out just before uh, Majesty Shredding their yeah. comeback it, yeah, it no. got a little bit too here's the shutting up and yeah. stuff I'm like well you know I, think there's I only should go two. back to it because I that stuff I've not listened to yeah. since it came out. Really, come pick me up has actually got some really good stuff on yeah. it. But here's the shutting up was the like, uh, yeah, let's go soft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think but there's I, only like two tracks on it that like going back to like what I what I do like. I think there's only two tracks that I didn't really dig. Like Half mm. a Life, I'm 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 not that big on and. Uh, fuck another one. <laughs> I can't think of the name. <laughs> of. I find that I need a lot of patience for some of the slower tracks. Some yeah. of the slower See, they, tracks they I like a lot. They grew on me over the years. Like when yeah. I was young, I just wanted everything pounding and fucking. Uh, I want all the aggression. Yeah, and then I and also I had the benefit of listening to these things on cassette. Oh, my God. whole life, you know, mostly it's like you you're forced to listen to the whole yeah. album. And yeah, so, like, I love Half a Life. I think it's a fucking great song. Whereas when I was you know 18 i was like it's flow yeah well, well it's weird because i was listening to it tonight and when i listened to it the third time i was like this is one of those weird songs and i actually had this written down somewhere in my little notes on my phone mm. that this is a song that i can see myself digging like the more i listen to it like i'm yeah. Yeah. like i don't like it right now yeah but i can see myself liking it as time goes on if Absolutely. that makes sense i was that way <laughs> as you track- mature yes yeah. <laughs> like arby's track five slow <laughs> Slow was the was the one that like was that for me where every time it came on I was kind of like yeah you know like the the slow song it's called slow and like I kind of want to skip it but the more I listen to it mm-hmm. and then you get to the parts that like pay off in that song yeah. it's fucking really great <laughs> for sure for sure um, now I want oh slack motherfucker yes yeah, sir not to interrupt no um this is a huge song huge song yeah this and is an interesting song because I feel like people think of super chunk as like slacker like kind of we mentioned pavement already that kind of like slacker 90s thing Mm -hmm. but like i think just because it had the word slack in the title people do that because the song is literally about not slacking yeah the song is about fuck (laughs) you for slacking yeah and then they then they they fucking pay off on that on their entire career because they put out a million albums constantly evolving slow piece by piece but but it's like what what a song there's no 
you, you hear Slack Motherfucker for the first time, and you understand why it's like Spin Magazine's number whatever song in the 90s yeah. and Pitchfork's number whatever. Like, it's on all the lists. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you, a, it's like it's an anthem. It's a yeah. total oh. anthem. Like, it's, yeah. again, for my, you know, 80s hair metal roots, like, it's very anthemic, right? Dude, yeah. Uh, just want, yeah, kicks fist in the air. All Slack sorts of ass. You can absolutely yeah. <laughs> like. I want to. I want to go back to 1991 to see these guys live. Yeah, so yeah. Bad. Right? Seriously, I can't even yeah. tell you how badly. Yeah, such a great band. I, I say, also want to go back to 1991 because I'm not old there. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. There's that too. There's that. <laughs> if you do continue down the path of Superchunk, there's a great book called My Noise about Merge Records, mm. not just Superchunk, but the whole record label and from start to finish, and it's a fucking amazing read. With like inserts of like set lists and photos from their first tour and all of it. Oh, if you're a cool. nerd like me, fucking get it. <laughs> that that sounds amazing. Yeah. I will check that book. And out. it charts it like because Merge Records ended up putting out Arcade Fire and like yes. all these yeah. other bands, and so yeah, I mean it's, it's a big deal. Yeah. Have you ever read the book? Uh, Our band could be your life. No, I should check haven't. that out. Michael Azarad. It's fucking yeah. great. That's no, apropos of absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Other than yeah. it's a book about about fucking, fucking indie-ish music. Superchunk, they're one of those bands, like, they have such a huge output. They're, if you've never heard them, like, when I first heard them and I had access to almost all of it, they hadn't put out Majesty Shredding yet, the comeback mm. stuff. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, it's one of those things that if you like what you hear off the first one, you're going to get obsessed. Yeah. Cause yeah. It, like, there's only a handful of bands like Built to Spill and a couple others where I was like, oh, now I have to hear everything this band did. I need to obsess about all of their, like, moments of their career. Yeah. And <laughs> this is one of those bands. Yeah, yeah I need to get over I need to get over the fact that I didn't listen to them in the 90s. Yeah. Because no, no. It's all here now. I can listen to it now. Absolutely. I can enjoy it yeah. now. And it's just, it's, it doesn't feel like you're, you know, I don't know. There's something, there's. It doesn't feel aged or dated to me no. like a, some of the stuff that I used to like back then. I can't really listen to anymore. Yeah. You know, um, it's just got a, a, an energy that I can totally dig, and it, and it's not a strictly teenage energy. No, there's a sophistication to what they're doing, even though it's a little out. Of even, control, on a little album, oh, like, yeah. even, even on this, this album, like this, this album has like for for its sonic hugeness. There's a lot of nuance on this on this yeah, album. Totally. There was a I read a quote today from Mac where he said like somebody had asked him about what is it like when you go back and listen to the early stuff and he's like, "Well, first of all, I can't sing for shit." <laughs> Which is another thing that he learns over the career is Which is super funny because I love his voice. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's there was another quote where they said like when they finally like they were playing and practicing before they recorded, and when they finally recorded, they were like, "This is what our singer sounds like," because <laughs> <laughs> they would just play real loud. Yeah, right, but yeah. Any, but he was saying like when I listen to the songs in those albums and I think about the fact that we're still playing them, they knew when they were making their first album like, let's not just you know we're youthful and then write loud, loud songs. We're not just going to do that for the noise. We're actually going to try and like write a good song. Yeah, and that's why yeah. the fucking most yeah. of the album for me works. Yeah. That, that's the thing structurally. These, they're I don't want to use the word mature because that's lame. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like they're they're, they're the, these songs are crafted. Yeah, they and didn't slack. On no, the they didn't. They didn't writing. slack like a bunch of motherfuckers. motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, no. 
they had quite a, a bit of foresight we going on and, and, and planning ahead and, and a maturity yeah. to yeah. like, And when you look at what they did, like half of this band was like, let's start a record label so we can put our shit out and do it our way forever. Yeah. And I'm just going to list off a few bands that are on or yeah. have been on Merge. And let's merge. put out bands that revolutionized so, indie rock. Yeah, yeah. so you obviously Arcade Fire, that's fairly big. Lou Barlow's solo stuff on there, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Really? Yep, then you got like the Buzzcocks go to Merge. Caribou. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah, Connor Oberst. Uh, whether you like these names or not, this is these are big bands. Yeah. Dinosaur yeah. Jr., Neutral Milk Hotel, yeah. The Mountain Goats, was uh, Camera Obscura, yep. Wild Flag. Uh, Butter Glory versus some other 90s ones. Spoon. They're pretty good, right? Polvo. Spoon, yeah. <laughs> Heard of them? Oh, yeah. Polvo's on, Polvo. on Merge as well? Yeah. Yep. Love that band. And, and, I, and I'm just like glancing over the Lamb Chop. Like yeah. there's so There's a ton of fucking bands. Bob Mould, the Magnetic Fields. Like this is crazy. This, yeah. this band first out, like before the album is out, they're like, you know what we need to do? Yeah. Fucking when, you say, when you say Spoon, Neutral Milk, and Arcade Fire, like. Yeah. Forget about Desert Island Records. This would be a Desert Island label. You right. know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. absolutely, I could do fine with this label. Yeah. yeah. And I said on the announcement episode, and I hold it true to this day, and ever since I started listening to Super Chunk, it's been my rule. But if something comes out on Merge Records, I give it a listen. Yeah. I give sure. it one yeah. listen. Even if it's by a band I don't like, yeah, I'll yeah. give it a listen. Right. Because they fucking know what's up. Yeah, Always. it's a label for artistry. Telekinesis. They took it. So Telekinesis was like a guy who had never really made an album, and then, like, they just like took a chance on him and he made this great power pop record he's made a couple so it's not just like luminaries of the indie scene that they're like yeah. they'll like if they like somebody and they like what they want it to do they'll be like yeah come to merge yeah, yeah. Fuck. have you guys listened to uh mac mccon on what the fuck or wtf or whatever you no. Call it? oh no, no i didn't I know it was on. uh I, if, you, if you go today and download it Mm-hmm. When this episode comes out, it'll still be there. But it's the 49th episode right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, so he it's always going, holds yeah. 50. Oh, so shit. it's going to go right away. As soon oh, as shit. I leave here, that's what yeah. I'm That's what I, I, I would, I'd love As soon to. as I got this episode, I was like, uh, I'm going to download this and listen to it so I can yeah. learn a little bit more about yeah, this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great interview. Oh, right Great on. interview. Yeah, yeah. I assume uh, Marin is just as sycophantic as he always is with musicians. <laughs> How you know? <laughs> I love you. Yeah. What's your name again? Listen, man. Listen, man. <laughs> he's such a he's such a dickhole to comedians and such a sycophantic douche to musicians. He just wants to play so bad. Yeah, yeah. He's a uh, fucking Marin is a great guitar oh, yeah. player. He can uh, he can fucking do it. Hmm. Noodles. He's yeah. a little he's a little bluesy for my liking. Hey, noodles. But mm-hmm. He'll do it. Uh, He'll get it done. Anyway, this isn't about this isn't about Mark Marin. <laughs> fucking Marin. Look <laughs> or at this whatever guy. Whatever the fuck yeah. he's doing. Uh, but for listeners out there, if you are not super familiar with Super Chunk or like many people have heard the name and kind of circled the band but never got into it, there's uh the first album's a great jumping off point. Um, I would I could never not recommend On the Mouth as yeah. a starter. I feel um, like that's the perfect one. Yeah, because then you can go back to the more raw stuff. You can go to the next couple albums that are in that line of a little bit smoother. Yeah, I think it's it's almost the perfect one to go to. Yeah, I think so. And it has like, listen, "Sick to Move" is about as good as a track one you could yeah. ever ask for from a from a band. But they top it on what? on the mouth. Oh yeah, Precision Auto. <laughs> Precision is Auto is one, one of the best songs I've ever heard. <laughs> Holy shit. That set such a tone. When I first heard that, I'll, I'll never forget throwing that album on and just like yeah. being 30 seconds and like, whoa, boy. <laughs> and one of the, for my Ooh, money, good. one of the best uses of feedback. Oh, man. Uh, in a breakdown that is ever fucking oh yeah. yeah and when it kicks back oh, in it just fucking murders your face yeah, yeah. it wasn't until i got like it, like i like slack motherfucker 
a lot. Yeah. But when I heard On the Mouth and I heard Precision Auto, I was like, okay, now I understand why I love it. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So Holy I fuck. guess it's been eleven. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, what, a, what, what a nice time we've had. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. Yeah. We've had some pleasant, pleasant experiences yeah, here in nineteen ninety. Both. Uh, I, it's. I think they fit together in a way I, I, I didn't uh, think about until we got to talking. Yeah. But both of these were scrappy and successful due to limitations. Yeah. yeah right. I think. Nice. Totally. Right. And and both combined elements of other great things into a new great thing. Yeah. Please so the tell moral me you wrote is, a review of this record. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> the moral I is throw did. all your money away. Yeah. yeah. Make something good. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, I, I've got the first part down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, man. I think I'm going to go listen to Super Chunk, and then I'm going to go watch Tremors again. I literally made yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. I'm going to go oh, man. fucking listen to Super Chunk while I'm watching Tremors. Yeah. As soon as we decided, like, uh, that's it, we're like, what? I'm gonna go rescore Tremors with Super Chunk songs. <laughs> totally Wizard of Oz, <laughs> uh, Dark Side. <laughs> On the mouth lines up, man. Oh Think about it, mouths, man. Gonna, Words. <laughs> I'm gonna go do a bunch of acid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna just listen to Super Chunk for the rest of the winter. <laughs> yeah, that's all that's happening. <clears throat> um, all right, well, let's uh, get back in the DeLorean here. People got to go to work mm-hmm. and get their earbuds in to listen to Super Chuck. Yeah. All right, get it. What? Uh, <laughs> I'm so myself. <laughs> We're back and boy, you guys did not have a good experience coming oh, back no. from. Uh, I was reading in the back seat. Oh, was, yeah. you shouldn't do that. Don't ever do <laughs> that. I'm like, you Game nauseous. Boy. Oh, my eyes. <laughs> Everything's green and black now. Uh, it was wise of you to bring a Game Boy from 1990. You can sell yeah. that shit for some money now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what a what a wonderful time. Jamie Dude, thank you for being our guest. Oh, my God. What Thanks you, for having what me. You, what do you got to plug? Uh, the do-over. This, uh, you know, we talk about the Oscars and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've had too many beer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, and Oscar season's upon us. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So this Sunday's episode, we're doing an Oscar preview. Oh, oh. Yes. nice. Mm-hmm. Unless you're listening to this next Sunday, yeah. In which well. case you missed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you can find it on ModernSuperior.com. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well yeah. done. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite concepts for a podcast ever. Yeah, yeah. Just, just so totally. Good. Yeah. Thanks, guys. How? Where can people follow you on Twitter? If you go to at the do over and do is spelled D E W, uh, you'll find me there. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Sweet. What is your personal Twitter? <laughs> oh, uh, at Jamie Do You. Yeah. And that yeah. was. Uh, <laughs> what's what's my your my personal Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! There's so many questions. It's become a quiz. <laughs> what's <personal>. your social <laughs> insurance number? <laughs> what's your signature look like? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I'm frightened all of a sudden. <laughs> Just kidding. Get me to the gun wall. Uh, what? Where did you get your glasses? I've been distracted by your glasses the whole time. They're gorgeous glasses. You can have them. I just bought some new ones. They're coming yeah. in the mail They're tomorrow. novelty. Give I them to me now. Clearly contact. They're novelty. <laughs> totally. I'm wearing those glasses that have eyeballs built in. <laughs> yeah, for the listener. It should a, be noted that they're guys. very wacky. <laughs> 
big mustache, googly eyes. <laughs> I really love Trevor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been distracted by your glasses. There's flashing lights. Yeah, and yeah. And your pinwheel hat isn't helping yeah. either. Stop smoking that fake cigar, though. <laughs> Oh, goodness. All Ooh. right. Well, you know what? Uh, We've what? had a lot of fun here today. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at Time Bandits Pod or go to Facebook.com slash Time Bandits Podcast or just go to ModernSuperior.com and find all of our great shows there. Mm-hmm. Sure. There you go. Baby, that's a score, baby. 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 Time Bandits. <laughs> <laughs> What year is it? This is the nineties. Time bandit. This has been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network.